0: i am ready to just be accepted and loved for who i am and what i have done and who i have been so that i can like you said you know detach from that and become renewed and i can come fully into the real me who is not defined by my story by my past the real me is just in the here in the now it's pure it's nothing that's why i said in the beginning you know the the high frequency which is the highest frequency On today's episode of Super Conscious, we are talking about high frequency and high frequency. So, high frequency positive energy is a topic that's spoken a lot about in spirituality, and we can also talk a bit about the difference between you know, like uh, toxic positivity and intentional positivity. But all of this is in the domain of forcing ourselves to be something which is somewhat defined by the mind. Like we have to be positive. We have to be this. We have to be that. There are a lot of have to's in that. There's a lot of shooting in that, a lot of obligation in that. And what is the eye frequency? The eye frequency, we will talk in detail about it today, is where you are in your Highest consciousness, which basically means nothing. Okay, it's like it's there's no highest as such. It just basically means <laughs> that <laughs> you
1: means <laughs> <It's>
0: nothing. <laughs> yeah, like what does it really mean? Again, it will become a concept of the mind if you say if you if you make highest something of the mind, it means nothing. So when I say High frequency is your highest frequency. Is not a mental concept. It's where you are so in your power that you have space to feel everything. You have space to allow everything, and that is your real frequency. Is that when you are fully you and you are not shunning or dismissing any part of yourself. So this is what we will dive into more as we go further in this episode. Do you have any thoughts to add?
1: (laughs) I do have many thoughts, but do you want to continue with some specific stuff?
0: I lost my train of
1: thought. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first thought that came to my mind when you were talking about eye frequency is... Essentially, to me, what it means is being in alignment with your highest potential. In alignment with who you truly are. In the basically maximizing and optimizing how you live your life that is in full resonance with your soul. So it doesn't feel like you are in any shape or form. somehow dismissing who you really are and this is doki by the way doki is obviously wanting to say hi doki is
0: our guest for today
1: guest speaker somehow doesn't have anything to say about eye frequency but okay so that's what it means to me that you live in resonance with what feels right So it's not like you said, this mental construct of like, oh, I'm supposed to live this way or I'm supposed to do that thing or I'm supposed to be successful in this way. I'm supposed to treat people a certain way. It's more like, what do I feel most resonant with?
0: In this moment.
1: In this moment, at any given moment, it's a momentary thing. And if that means that you're going to change your mind and to change the way you feel about certain situations, basically a million times, then that's what it means. If that means that you're going to change your goals or your vision a million times, well, then that's what it means. And what that also means is, like you said, to welcome and accept everything, including not only the goods not only the successes not only what does align and resonate but also all the feelings that are not that so including something that's is, is in dissonance and something doesn't fully click and something is not feeling right and something is feeling somewhat off or odd or whatever that is because those feelings are your navigation system to realign again so those are kind of like the tools that you can use and utilize to get back to what really feels in full resonance so in this case then there's no right and wrong there is no this is how you're supposed to do things this is a must or this is a have to or this is a should like you said earlier but everything becomes a material with which you can work with and maximize your potential coming back to the eye frequency that basically leads you more and more and more to purifying who you really are
0: and i just want to pick up on two words that you use specifically like optimizing and maximizing like i know that some part of me and my A lot of my past self and many people who may be listening to this may have some kind of an allergy to those specific words, you know, like, or like this optimizing mindset is is very toxic in a way, in the way it is preached in a lot of places, especially in the whole productivity, personal development space. It's a very toxic mindset about productivity and optimization, in my opinion, and I have definitely been recalibrating that word for myself, now, retuning that word. What does it mean to optimize and maximize my potential and live life on my terms? Again, is coming back to the high frequencies that optimizing can also have a totally different context where you're optimizing life for you, which means that if I don't want to do something for three days, five days, three weeks, five weeks, I also create life and design life to allow space for all of that. It doesn't mean that I have to always be producing the results and outcomes that are, you know, generating money or uh, whatever kind of results that you define. But it can also be like I am optimizing my life, my time for me. So it's it's very important to have your own relationship with certain words, which you may feel have a toxic definition in culture, but how can I reclaim that word and own it for myself and have my own relationship with it? And that again, you know, it's like, it's all part of the I frequencies that you get to define your relationship with yourself and the world. And I also like, obviously resonate a lot and love that you brought up the topic of alignment and integrity is that when you come into total alignment with yourself with your highest self whatever you want to call it your soul whatever that is when you know like productivity potential maximizing and all of this becomes natural and organic because you are so full of inspiration you're so in tune with your passion that You can't not do it. And at the same time, you're so connected to yourself, to your body, to your heart, to your mind that you realize, okay, now is the time for me to rest. I'm overdoing it. This is my capacity. And I have enjoyed living to my capacity. And now is my time to rest and enjoy life on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, taking breaks whenever I need, enjoying the breaks, enjoying, not even to call it a break, Enjoying the time of doing other things other than whatever your inspiration and passion is. It's like enjoying my hobbies, enjoying maybe some TV time, enjoying time with your partner, in your relationship, whatever it is with your friends. But to really, like, for me, that is what I frequency really is, where you are looking at the totality of yourself and optimizing the totality of your life
1: it reminds me of the article we wrote about the inconsistent inconsistently building a thriving business mm-hmm. where we were talking about how some people take so to say creative holidays basically they take time off to just allow themselves to create and thrive and allow whatever happens to to happen and that is a luxury for some people a privilege for some people but to a large extent, it's a choice. And when you create that space for yourself to just be in the eye frequency and be like, you know what, I will just do a thing. And I just recently saw it. Um, someone shared that I'm going on a on a creative holiday for three months. It doesn't automatically mean that you're going to do nothing. That's why it's called creative. Because you can, like you said, spend time on your hobbies you can spend time with your family you can spend time traveling you can spend time with your friends I actually a couple of years ago a friend of mine for three months or so despite having a home base which is an absolutely amazing home base he was like you know what I want to spend one week or at least a few days at each of my friends homes just to spend time with them and just to sleep in their house And it was such an awesome project that he was experiencing, which brought so many ideas and insights and much more depth and profound connection with the people that he knew. And some people he was even not very close friends with, but he was just like, you know what, I will just ask if they're open to hosting you for a few days. And that project turned out to be a three-month project, basically hopping from place to place and living out of a luggage while still having a home base, basically two, three, five kilometers away. And that's what it means to give yourself the space and time to just enjoy, but also to go through some dark spaces if you need to. And that is something that we don't deny is a part of life too. And that could look like dark night of the soul. It could look like just going through some deeper challenges that you're going through maybe realizations that you need to face maybe some fears doubts or insecurities that you need to face but creating that space is so detrimental because you're no longer running away from them and distracting yourself with being busy keeping yourself busy keeping yourself active and proactively doing things but you actually slow down in order to feel everything that needs to, to be felt. And you're bringing all of that to, to the surface to alchemize it. And once you alchemize it, once you give yourself that permission to feel whatever it is that you need to feel, then that's when the resonance also basically catapults you to the next level because you're no longer resisting what you were resisting in the past, but you feel it, you process it, and then you can move on.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, it's like talking about coming back to that initial topic I said about the real power is to be able to hold space to feel everything that is not in harmony in your in the totality of your system because that disharmony the amount of energy it is taking from your life is incalculable. Like, Basically, you have to imagine like if you have absolutely clear vision, you're standing on a cliff and there is nothing in front of you. It's just absolutely clear, clear, clear horizon. Not a single cloud in the sky. It's just you're looking at the ocean. You're looking at the sky and it's absolutely pure. If a single object appears in front, the amount of attention it would take you to not look at that object would be tremendous. Your attention inevitably is going to go there. And if it doesn't go there consciously, unconsciously, that object is stealing a lot of attention. So especially when you start coming into the higher frequencies, when you have done a lot of purification, when you have done a lot of cleansing, these small disharmonies start getting very amplified. And taking the time and space to even meet them is crucial because at those levels of energy and those levels of consciousness, those tiny things start becoming massive energy stealers, massive time wasters. So it is actually much more optimal in a sense to stop everything and take the time to face that one thing instead of trying to power through with this object in your field and trying to do everything while most of your attention unconsciously keeps going there so that's why for me the eye frequency the real power is where you own the totality of your space and you don't allow anything to intrude that space that would dim your clarity that would dim your light that would stop you from shining is that you really own everything in your energy field and as vast as it spreads you Keep harmonizing the energy within that field so if you're the owner of a big company if you're the holder of a family whatever it is the energy that you're holding you own that energy fully and you keep harmonizing and you keep clean keep it clean so that you can you can function at your highest level in in perfect harmony with yourself so that your inspiration and your passion just keeps flowing through non-stop
1: jumps out of your soul
0: <laughs> exactly jumping
1: one word came to my mind when you were speaking about all of this is honor honoring who you are and that's also what i frequency is all about is i think so often we forget to honor who we really are and what we really desire and what we really envision for ourselves and we oftentimes diminish our needs to either please other people or to fit in or to whatever and the thing is that's your desires and your wishes and your standards are there for a reason and you you've got to honor yourself for it so that's what i frequency also means to me anyway to honor who you really are in in its fullness and if you desire something then go for it if you want to change something then go for it if something doesn't resonate with you anymore then end it if you feel called to go on an adventure then pack your stuff and go and it's just listening to that inner voice and being in uh, a deeper connection with that inner voice with your intuition gut feeling whatever is speaking to you uh quality universe source god whatever that is and following those nuggets and being like you know what yeah it feels so great, even though it's a tiny bit scary because there is some unknown. And I don't know who I will become as a, as a part of that, as a part of that journey and adventure, but I feel called to it. And it's so exciting to go on an adventure without knowing who you're going to be on the other end. And yet what we can definitely count on and 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 promises that you are going to become a more purified version of you and you are going to be a more high frequency kind of you where it will it will push all the things that don't belong in your reality out of your current reality and basically that's why you end up in a different reality because all the old patterns and old people old habits old Whatever it is, remain old, and they don't belong in your new reality anymore.
0: Yeah, and you know, as you're speaking, what it it it, uh, it reminds me of is that these, like you know, coming into this this pure eye frequency, what does it take? Like, You know, this journey of purification, which is basically shedding everything that you have internalized from culture, from the world that doesn't resonate with you that doesn't isn't really you and you know you've just accepted it because you were told to accept it and obviously like all of this happens very unconsciously and we hold on to it very unconsciously there are two main things that come to my mind it's, you know it's it's like after you've done the bulk of the inner work which is the big stuff you know all these big Transformations, alignments, and now you're in a relatively good space, but you're still not in this real super high eye frequency. Is it comes down to these micro alignments, which is these tiny shifts that these tiny calibrations, you know, when you spot that object in the in the vision field and the horizon and you start cleaning it, or you like any of these small, small things that Keep coming and you keep harmonizing them. That is one aspect, the micro alignment. And the second aspect is permission. A lot of permission that have either been taken away or have never been given, or you did not even realize you are looking for that when you start receiving these permissions either unconsciously from the outside or you realize okay this is something that's missing in me i can give it to myself and i do give it to myself right now like these are really the things that put you fully into the i frequency where you where you become that powerhouse where you become that extremely bright light that is shining fully as you because anything that diminishes that, like what diminishes that light is anything that comes from the outside, anything that blocks, anything that takes away your permission or diminishes you. So this is where the focus shifts to is what am I not allowing myself either consciously or unconsciously and what is it that is out of tune that I need to harmonize.
1: I want to bring an example of this because this is a a very important topic, the whole permission topic. From my own personal life from years ago now when I broke up with my then boyfriend, a long-term relationship where we lived together and everything, and it was a very complex relationship, very challenging, Um, and what happened is that at some point I had to give myself permission to hurt the person. Because I kept myself in the relationship, hurting myself, hurting the other person. And the reason why I stayed, or we stayed, is because we both were afraid to hurt the other person. And also, we both had stories of, oh, but when you're committed, you're supposed to stay. When you are in love, or when you love someone, you stay. And that was the story that kept me imprisoned as if, if I love someone, I must stay and I must suffer. And at some point I had to give myself permission to be like, you know what, actually it's okay for me to disappoint someone. It's okay for me to hurt someone. It's okay for me to move on from something, something that clearly doesn't work. And it's not going to be easy but it's what my soul needs. And you know what? When I made that decision, when I gave myself that permission, I met that person, my then boyfriend, a year later. And we both cried because it was the best decision we ever made. So after five years of being together, we met in this really beautiful energy of thanking each other for for that breakup because it was very, very difficult, and yet we both felt liberated from an obligation to stay in a dynamic that just wasn't working, and it wasn't meant to work long-term anymore. So there are so many examples like that, and I have worked with several people in very similar situations where they're like, oh, but I'm married, and I have kids, and I have this responsibility at work and i have this whatever business but the thing is that just because you have said yes to something at some point in life doesn't mean that that's a life sentence which doesn't automatically mean that you shouldn't try and work it out that you shouldn't try and 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 do your best to make it work and to put the effort and to realign and to be vulnerable also and to open the door to a different perspective perhaps. But if it doesn't work anymore and you have tried different ways, different avenues to make it work, then at some point you have to give yourself permission to move on and to be like, you know what? It actually matters to me what my soul gets out of all of this. Because at the end of the day, I live only once. And okay, maybe you will say that we we live many times and there are many lifetimes, but in this lifetime we only live once. And okay, how do I want to live? Do I want to live somehow people pleasing and living out of obligation, or do I want to live in I frequency, even though it might cost some pain here and there? Something to remember is that that pain is only temporary, and inevitably, you will get to the other side where you will feel more aligned, where you will feel more joyful, where you will feel more light, where you will feel more excited about life, more enthusiastic about what you're creating, what you're up to, the relationships you have, the friendships you have, the the projects you're working on, whatever it is that you're doing, it will give you this zest for life. Like, oh, finally, finally, it's in alignment with what I really wanted. I always dreamt, to live this way. And I can't tell, see enough or tell or whatever the word is. I cannot express enough how many times I've heard this sentence. I wish I have done this earlier. I wish I have made this decision sooner. I wish I gave myself permission way quicker and I didn't force myself to suffer that long.
0: Yeah. And you know, as you were talking what. About- comes to my mind is that we don't even realize how many of our permissions are taken away and how much we are unconsciously blocking and suffering until we start surrounding ourselves with people who are living purely in the high frequency or working with people who are in the high frequency because they have that energy field that is so pure and clear that it just automatically highlights and reflects all the ways in which I am not in my alignment. So, you know, we have experienced that not only with each other, but we have also been working in a, with a community with a coach, different, different people who like just suddenly you start realizing like, wow, the way they are living life is so in alignment. Something tells me I am not in that level of alignment with myself, which doesn't mean I'm copying them. It just means like, oh, wait, something feels off for me so let me either ask that person like what is it that they are doing or let me reflect on myself like what is missing what is the permission I need to give myself but the the importance of having that community of people or coaches or whatever you feel most resonant with but to be surrounded by people who are so in that alignment with themselves that they become that reflection to you for you to see was not an alignment for you because it's, it's a pretty well-known fact that, you know, we can't see our own unconscious. We can't see our own shadow. There may be some tools that can help us, but really the best is just people who are excellent mirror.
1: A very random thing that I just uh, want to share now is what it also comes down to is authenticity and the random it is because i googled this morning the top followed people on instagram and apart from some football players <laughs> like <laughs> like ronaldo cristiano ronaldo for example there was this uh, singer actress selena gomez and i was like i don't even know anything about this person i i wonder how come she is so followed like she has almost half a billion followers on instagram i was like why is that and i googled why is she (laughs) one of the most followed people on instagram and the reason why is because she's in her authenticity Mm. she speaks openly about her mental issues she speaks openly about what's really going on with how she feels about her success how she feels about her struggles and challenges that she had anxiety that she had uh body image issues and stuff like that and basically she doesn't hide and therefore she lives in her eye frequency without pretending like you said in the very beginning of the episode that it's not about high frequency always She is more in the I frequency. So yes, she's also in the high frequency, probably most of the time, but she doesn't diminish that as if that's the most important and the only thing. She's honoring the fact that I frequency is even more important to speak your truth, to to be honorable, to be transparent, to be honest, to really be in, in integrity with who you really are and show that to the world. And that is so magnetic, obviously, because she has half a billion followers, obviously it's so magnetic and it just, it's an example of how when you become that, when you become in full resonance with who you really are and you are unapologetic with sharing with the world, what you're going through, how you live your life, what your beliefs are, what you really stand behind, even if some people might disagree with that, then that becomes really magnetic to the people who resonate with with that with those topics with those themes with what you're sharing and stuff like that so authenticity is the aspect of you living in the i frequency and when you are in that then people come to you whether that be clients, whether that be romantic partners, whether that be friends, community, whoever that is, you start ma- magnetizing white like people into your world because they resonate with who you really, really are.
0: And I think it's also important to explain a nuance here that it's not about just going on social media and crying in front of the camera and complaining about world and how you have so many problems like there is a big difference in doing that and being in your authenticity vulnerability and your power at the same time and this is what you know i was saying right at the beginning is that your eye frequency is your most powerful frequency because in that you are holding space for yourself to experience everything you are going through which means you are not in denial or rejection but you are actually holding the space fully for yourself and you know that that is your level of power that you can feel everything you can feel whatever pain is coming through in your life you can feel whatever disturbance is happening you have the power for that it's not this fake mask of perfection of like oh this doesn't affect me i am more powerful than this and i keep pretending that i am strong and i just keep charging through life no i am so powerful that I can feel pain and I can even talk about it, and it's fine. And I I own that level of power. So really understanding what power means, that is not just about being a rational minded person in business who can just keep charging forward, but it's someone who has all their intelligences activated. So that is the real eye frequency. Is that you have your body intelligence, you have your emotional intelligence, you have your brain intelligence intellectual intelligence you have your spiritual intelligence you have all aspects of your all domains of your fully functioning that when you operate from that level of power you get to experience everything in life you you get to live a much more full life you get to live a much bigger life because your capacity is obviously much higher because you have cleansed all the things that are diminishing your capacity and stealing your
1: energy. I love the fact that you brought the vulnerability topic because so many people would be like, oh, but then it it, it puts me in the in the wrong spot and, and people will judge me and people will find find it too whatever, weak and stuff like that. But the key is, like you said, to merge it with power. Like that, there's a very good reason why we share our personal stories from a powerful place of how we are not perfect and we face challenges and we have been through shit in our life, but we share from a powerful place of how we dealt with it, what we learned from it, what it means to us right now, how we move forward from that place. So being vulnerable is in no shape or form weak is just your willingness to own who you fully are and when you own it then it just becomes so effortless like there's no such thing as hiding something anymore it's like okay this is who i am like there's nothing for me to hide
0: you are not you're basically the the lowest frequency like even this is measured on the map of consciousness by david hawkins that you know The highest frequency is enlightenment. The lowest frequency is shame. And that is really, it's not fear. Fear is like way higher than shame. Shame really is the biggest blocker when you cannot own what you are, who you are, what you're going through from a place of power. If you have any shame about it, that is what really kills your light and diminishes your light. When you really own this is who I am, this is what I'm going through, and there's nothing wrong with it. You have total acceptance of yourself. You have total acceptance of what's going on in your life. No one can touch you. You become truly invulnerable. There's this extremely toxic definition of invulnerability, which is about being in your perfection mask, where no one knows about the private details of your life. And, you know, this is a big shadow in the therapy world and the coaching world that all the coaches, and therapists have to keep their private lives hidden and the client cannot know about it because the client will use it. Guess what? The only way the client can use your personal information against you is when it's not integrated in you. When you have not owned it. I have done therapy. I have worked with many people. I have been a coach, worked with many people. They know everything there is to know about me. And I'm invulnerable because I own it. They cannot use anything against me because I own it. It's, this is real invulnerability. Is total ownership.
1: That's why sometimes when, you know, there's this game, like sharing secrets and daring you to share something you haven't ever seen. Oh, yes, that <laughs> one. I, I can't play that game because I literally have no secrets. <laughs> I've shared everything with at least one person and so that's the way to live life. Like what is there to, to keep a secret? And sure, there are mistakes have been made and you've done things that you're not so proud of and you're maybe ashamed of and, and you feel guilty about and all that stuff. But all of that are topics to work on and process and start owning and, and give yourself, uh, basically forgive yourself and 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 move on from that place because that's not who you are anymore. And that's the thing when you don't own it then you are so attached to those stories and those experiences that you had in the past that that's what defines who you are today but then when you face them and process them and let go of them that's when you become a new version of you who is no longer in any shape or form identified with those kind of experiences that you had in the past that's how you liberate yourself that's how you let yourself out of the prison of letting those experiences define who you are and how define also how your future goes
0: one more thing just going back to that point of secrets and acceptance is that it's very important to realize that if you are not able to share yourself with the people in your world it's because unconsciously you don't feel safe enough to feel to to share with them is probably because they are people who themselves hold a lot of shame and cannot have acceptance for themselves or other. It's very important to recognize this and again, give yourself permission to seek out people, either friends, coaches, therapists, whatever resonates with you, but to seek out people who will have total acceptance of you as you are. Total acceptance. And these people exist. The people who are fully in their authenticity and who have met their own complete darkness don't judge anyone for anything. Like, I have really spoken to a pretty interesting spectrum of people who have done some very interesting things, and it's all fine. Like, okay, we are all human, we all get sucked in by the dark side, we all get tempted to do. Pretty dark things when you are not rejecting that you can hold space for someone else and like that's basically what starts happening is that when you are surrounded by people in the eye frequency you start becoming more open and then you can also hold space for others in your life from either your past or your present who have not had that someone and like that basically keeps rippling out so this is what you can also realize and expand your consciousness your awareness is that this field of acceptance exists a lot in the world there are many people out there who are just in total acceptance of humanity maybe not many many but there are enough that you can find them and be like okay i am ready to just be accepted and loved for who i am and what i have done and who i have been so that I can, like you said, you know, detach from that and become renewed. And I can come fully into the real me who is not defined by my story, by my past. The real me is just in the here, in the now. It's pure. It's nothing. That's why I said in the beginning, you know, the, the high frequency, which is the highest frequency, is basically nothing. It's like you actually become empty. You become part of that clear horizon where even you don't exist. You're just one with that clear horizon and there is just space for everything to live a full life. That's a wrap. (laughs) Great. So next time.
1: Next time.